This is Metal Chris of DCHeavyMetal.com, and today I'm speaking with Abath via Skype, all the way from no. his kingdom cold in Norway. Abath is probably best known for his time in the Norwegian black metal band Immortal, but in January he released an eponymous solo album on Season of Mist Records. Abath, the band, will be headlining the Decibel Tour with High on Fire, Skeleton Witch, and Tribulation also performing. The tour kicks off on St. Patrick's Day, Thursday, March 17th, at the Baltimore Soundstage. Now, to get things started here, am I pronouncing your name correctly? It's Abbott. So, where exactly did you get the name from? How did you choose the name? No, I didn't choose it. The name chose me. It just appeared in my head. So, what kind of set can fans expect on this tour? Will you be performing any songs from your past bands or all new material? Not my past bands, but my past band, yeah. Immortal, yeah. We're also going to play a song from the I album, Between the Worlds album. Yeah, and there's going to be like maybe four Immortal songs and one I song and the rest is going to be new songs. Now, American Gabe Sieber has joined your band as Creature the Drummer. Uh, how did you find him, and how did he end up joining a bot? The mighty Creature Gabe, yeah. We met this guy in Australia, Brisbane, was it? Who was an excellent drummer, and after the tour, Kevin left, and this guy, he, he told us about Gabriel. And he's just fantastic, he's just amazing, you know, I'm going to meet him in a couple of days, and... Can't wait to do another tour with him, you know. He's the best, you know, he's just amazing. And young as well, you know, 25 years old, and what a fucking talent he is. The best drummer I've ever played with. Yeah, him and Kevin. I was devastated losing Kevin. Have a kind of a second shot with Gabe. So the new album has been really well received by fans. What vision did you have for it when you started putting it together, and do you think you captured that vision? It was the carry-on call, you know. And I was very fortunate to have this great lyricist called Simon Doncaster, who also participated in the early days. He also participated in writing some of the lyrics on Blizzard Beasts. I met him by accident. I haven't seen him for years. And he came to my friend Torres birthday party. Torres from Bombers, my motorway tribute band. And we just started working from there, you know. I had all these songs, music working, and... I had these themes and ideas, and we just worked around from there. So, what do you think makes a bot different than Immortal? Well, it's still my music, you know, but it's it's a different band, and it's different musicians, different lyrics, but it's still music, you know, as it were with Immortal. So, it's just a continuance of myself. So, do you think you'll ever possibly rejoin Immortal at some point? Uh, I don't know, you know, I, I, I don't know, uh, never say never, they say, but I don't, I don't, uh, it's not the time to think uh, about that right now. Okay, so in 2006, you had a band simply called I that also had King of Hell in the lineup. Is about the band something of a continuation of I, do you think? Or do you see it as a separate entity with its own musical direction? No, I mean, it's still my music. It's just a continuance of my music. And with I, I have more uh, old school 
heavy metal elements, rock and roll, heavy metal elements put into it. I just sit down and make the music I feel like making. And if it works for me, it works. In November of 2015, there was an old funeral reunion performance in Bergen, Norway. Is there any chance that another possible old funeral show will happen or even new old funeral music? No, that was the last old funeral performance ever. If I ever going to continue, it's going to be a new funeral. <laughs> <laughs> what made you decide to go in the direction of black metal instead of a more death metal sound, which was definitely more popular in the underground at that time? No, I never, I never follow what's uh, popular, you know, I just do what I like, you know. If I want to do a fucking pop album, I... I do a fucking pop album. That's simple as that. <laughs> if I want to do a fucking disco album, I do a fucking disco album. It's as simple as that. I don't care what's popular or not out there. I just follow my gut feeling and heart feeling and just make the music I feel like making. That's what it is, you know. Music to me is freedom. It's a freedom of expression. It's just me, you know. Maybe I don't write the lyrics myself, but... I'm part of it, you know, the music is mine. I make the music and I find the right people to write the lyrics with me. So it's simple as that. It's just rock and roll, isn't it? <laughs> really, yeah. So what is the definition of black metal to you then? Lay down your souls to the gods, rock and roll! Uh, just, uh, you know, Venom. Black metal to me is, it's, it's Venom, 1982. Do you think black metal should just be about the music itself, or do you think religious, theistic, and political beliefs have a place in it as well? And do you think that fans of black metal need to share similar beliefs with the bands they support? For example, can you be a devout Christian that's also a fan of black metal? You know, black metal is it's supposed to be rock and roll. It's the devil's music. It's about freedom, and it's about fuck off to those who tell you what to fucking do or whatever the fuck, you know, it's just be your own God, work your own mysterious ways. Believe in yourself and have a kick-ass fucking time. Bang your fucking head. Be cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's rock and roll. Yeah, that's what it is. Without rock and roll, you know, without Buddy Holly, there would never be a fucking Venom or a Motorhead. It's just, you know, raise your fist and kill. In March of 2000, I saw Immortal on tour with Satyricon, Angel Corpse, and Christian in Wheaton, Maryland at a place called Phantasmagoria. I remember seeing you breathe yeah. fire on stage and leaving giant black marks on the ceiling, and I'd never seen a black metal band put on a show like you guys did that night. You guys really blew me away, and I became an instant fan. And a couple of months ago, Satyr of Satyricon, he made some comments in an interview about that tour and he said he disliked playing small bars and clubs in the Midwest on that tour. Do you remember anything about that tour? And was it really that bad? We were touring around the States. We did some shows on the West Coast and we did a couple of shows. We just jumped on the Satyricon tour. We were sharing a van with the Brazilian guys, Christian, the mighty brothers of Christian. And remember uh, Alex, his favorite, one of his favorite albums, Battles in the North. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we just jumped on the tour of the Satyricon tour. They had their own bus. And Angel Corpse, uh, they had their van. And I remember, it was all right. It was Satyricon's gig, you know. We didn't get a sound check or anything, but we delivered, you know. The show must go on always, whatever. The last show, we've been touring a, a month. 
in Europe, and it's been great, and everything. We had a sound check every night, and and the last show in this festival, Blast Fest, we didn't get a sound check, and the sound on stage was horrible. But fortunately, we know how to play. We didn't hear jack shit up there. <laughs> Well, the Baltimore Soundstage, where you'll be playing on Thursday the 17th, they actually have a really good sound. They're one of the better-sounding venues in Baltimore, so hopefully that won't be Baltimore, a problem. Baltimore, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm flying, I'm flying over uh, with my tour manager, Steve, uh, on Sunday, and we fly to Philly to have a couple of days of rehearsal there because our bass player is not able to come over, so uh, we're going to play with another bass player over there. Oh, who's going to be playing bass on this tour? Uh, oh, I don't remember his name, uh, but he's a friend of Gabe's. He's all right. The last time you performed in Baltimore was when Immortal played at Sonar in February of 2011. I, I remember that one, yeah. Yeah, I remember someone threw a bottle on stage during Grim and Frostbitten Kingdoms, and I remember you stopped the show and got really mad and yelled at the guy. Did you ever find the guy or anything? Did you ever find out who did that? No, I didn't. You remember anything else from that show? It was with Absu, I believe, was the opener. Yeah, Absu, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, the show was all right, wasn't it? That was a great show, yeah. Yeah. You never know who's in the fucking audience. It's like, that's a part of the battle, isn't it? It's the front line. You never know who's going to show up, what's going to fucking happen. We were supposed to play on Bataclan. You know, Motorhead was supposed to play there a couple of days after that massacre. You know, it could have been us, could have been Motorhead. You never know. But the show must go on. You have to go up there because it's your life. That's what you want to do. You know, it's just rock and roll. And if that's what's going to fucking kill you, all right. So if someone throws a bottle, you know, I'm not fucking Axel Rose, all right? Now, you were in a Motorhead cover band called Bombers for a while. And I was curious yeah. what kind of effect Lemmy had on you musically and how did his passing last December affect you? Did you ever get a chance to meet him? Yeah, several times. Uh, what a fucking gentleman he was. Yeah. Him and Ronaldinho, coolest guys I've ever met. I love my father, but fucking hell, those were my fathers too, you know. And just devastating. It was... I still can't believe they're gone, you know. Fucking hell. Me and King, you know, we went to... Greece, the, a couple of days ago, we came home uh, recently from Greece, uh, finishing the video for Winterbane, and I bought this Metal Hammer special. I mean, I had like a five-hour wait in, in Copenhagen airport, and Metal Hammer special, Lemmy special, and I just sat there in the bar reading it, and, and uh, you know, I, I got this lump in my throat, and it just... Just, you know, yeah, devastating. Uh, he, he was like a father to us in many ways, Lamy. He was the best. He was the coolest. He was everything. So where do we go from here? You know, yeah. Carry on. Carry fucking on. Rock and roll. Yeah. So what do you think about this Lords of Chaos movie that is in pre-production right now? Uh, do you know if you will be portrayed in the movie, or have you been consulted about it in any way? Uh, really? 
I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know about that. Apparently, it's it's not a documentary. It's going to be an actual movie with a script and everything. Oh, oh, and uh, oh, oh, yeah. I think oh, yeah. Ridley oh, yeah. Scott has attached his name to it. The famous director is. Uh, I think he's producing it, or he's somehow tied to it. Ridley Scott? You're talking about the Alien uh, director? Yep. Yeah, I, I don't think he's directing. I think he's like the producer or something like that. He's been attached oh. to it. I saw his name attached to it. Yesterday, in fact, I saw this movie um, with my girlfriend called The Martian. Yeah, yeah, the one where they go to Mars and he's a scientist trying yeah. to stay alive. Yeah, and there's a Norwegian actor in that called Axel Henny. And that was fucking great. I mean, Ridley Scott, wow, it better be good then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it prob- it's probably a couple years away still at this point, or at least a year, I would think. But I, don't, I was just curious if you'd heard anything about it. Uh, whatever, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Now, there's a brewery in Austin, Texas called Jester King that names some of their beers after different heavy metal subgenres, and they make a stout named Black Metal, and the drawing on the label is a guy that wears corpse paint, and he looks pretty similar to you. Have you ever tried that beer, and do you like it? Never heard of it. I probably don't like it. Do you, do you <laughs> like craft beer at all? Do you, do you ever drink the micro brews or anything? Uh, I like this. Ringless. That's something we don't have over here. This is uh, what I drink, mostly. That's a good Norwegian beer. Well, 1349, they've had a couple beers come out with their name on it, like official 1349 beers. You think they'll ever be uh, like an Aboff Ale? Aboff Ale? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just did a tour with Behemoth recently, and they had a couple of beers they wanted me to try. They were actually good. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Everybody's doing that now. Nobody sells records, so they got to fucking sell something. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for your time, Abat. Is there anything else you'd like to tell your fans before your tour starts here on March 17th at the Baltimore Soundstage? Die hard! Please come to our show. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do our damnedest. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. Fucking hell. Yeah, awesome. Looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm really fucking excited. Hell. It should be a great show. Thank you, Metal Chris. All right, have a good one, man, and uh, have a good flight over here on Sunday. Thank you, sir. All right, take it easy. You too.